This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, good Wednesday morning, everybody. I am Glenn the Geek from Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings, and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma, until tomorrow when I go to Kentucky. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for April 27th, episode 2921, brought to you by Stateline Tech. Good morning, horse people. It's Wednesday morning. That means Jamie and Glenn are back to talk horses with all of you. Well, let's be honest. Jamie talks horses. Glenn is just here to hassle Jamie. Enjoy the show. That's right, everybody. I'm All my Facebook friends are posting about driving to Kentucky. You're flying to Kentucky. And today seems to be the mass migration day. So. I know. I had, That's why I have to go tomorrow because of this dang show. I'd be there by now. No, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. And I've noticed that the weather is oh, yeah. all of the things. So it should be fun. Yeah. So for everybody going, pack all the layers cause you're, and your raincoats because it, like, it looks like you're going to have anything from the 40s at night to 60s during the day to chance of rain for three days. So do they allow umbrellas on cross country i think they do, i've seen they? those before yeah. yeah yeah i think i've seen those before yeah uh, you know so yeah bring everything <laughs> all the things <laughs> all it's kentucky in the spring <laughs> we are going to have shows for you tomorrow i recorded a show with uh with kayla she has a brand new breeding episode for tomorrow and and uh and horse sales episode, and we talked to. I don't know if you saw the OBS sale down here in in or in Ocala. They had the two year old sale for thoroughbreds, and it was a record. Five horses went over two million dollars. These are two year olds, and we talked to two of the people who sold horses over over a million dollars. So, uh, needless to say, they were quite happy <laughs> when we yeah. talked to them. So we're going to do that tomorrow. And I really understand what a pinhooker is now because they really explained that. So if you're still confused about that, listen to tomorrow's show. And then on Friday, I recorded another one last night that I've been we've been trying to put together for a long time. Scott Knudsen's been on our show several times. He does the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show and podcast. And he was the one that was on our show that got hit by lightning. The cowboy that had gotten hit by lightning and survived. Yeah. And uh, we, we, we did an episode together. And... <laughs> His booking person booked the guests. So we have the real cowboy, me, the fake cowboy, interviewing the people from Briar. So <laughs> we have the two cowboys on Friday talking about Briar horses. So if you want to hear that, listen to Friday's episode. That's what it'll be. So that's all coming up. But today, apparently, damn it, Zeus is back. Uh, I hear. <laughs> we take We just chat a little bit about Land Rover and the lineup. Although, if you want the real coverage about that, go to Eventing Nation. because We're, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to give you our personal opinions it's, on all things Kentucky. It's our, if you want the fluff, you stay here. And yeah. uh, we have a... You know how you do weird news, and we're always talking about Florida men? We're doing that today, and yes, there is a Florida story, but it involves a Florida woman. Well, I got to tell you, a real Florida man is stopping by today during the show. So Love it. Look forward to that as well. But first, we have... Oh, and post-show, you have something special. What do you have for the post-show? Well, you know, when I first moved here, I would do that segment called Things I Heard in Oklahoma. 
And uh, my son is in Little League Baseball. Mm-hmm. And so now today's rendition are things I heard at a youth baseball game in Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> Just five or six quick things. I was like, I could, police keep, call. <laughs> I, I told Glenn I could stretch this segment out because I could just continue to compile things. But he was like, no, let's get, let's start it today. So we'll start it today. <laughs> so that's in the post show. So auditors, you can feel special today. have four auditor birthdays that I could find. I looked all the way through next Monday, so if I missed yours, I apologize. But Megan Hennessy, Matt Hagee, Kendra Gale, and Thomas Stokel, happy birthday to all of you. We hope you have a great holiday or birthday. I know I did, so we're hoping for you to have the same. Well, the Daily Winnie goes out to my husband, who was fixing fence yesterday. Because of hashtag Damitsus. <laughs> Would you like to hear the story that well, Zeus can I ask continues? A first? What? Is Zeus still on the farm? He is still on the farm. Okay. He did not. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. He made so it through barely, the night. <laughs> barely. But I get a phone. I'm, I'm driving home from the Little League baseball game and I get this phone call from the lovely young lady that's renting the little house in front of our house. And she's like, uh, Jamie, I, I don't think some of these horses are where they're supposed to be. And I was like, damn it, Zeus. I said, I'm pulling in right now. So I pull in the house and I go around and I see, okay, so I got to give you a little uh, background on the setup. So Zeus has elected to live with my mares. Okay. So Julie and my pregnant broodmare pink, I did not put him in that pasture. He just was in that pasture like one day a year ago and hasn't left that pasture. Uh, so he decides to be with him. So if, if you leave that paddock, you're then in the barn area, which is closed in. So, so they can't get to the road or anything. So it goes from their paddock to the barn. And then on the other side of the barn is the arena where the feral Tennessee walking horse is living because I get, because it attaches to a stall and that's how I trap her. What was trapping her. So, Paddock, barn, arena. Uh, So I come in and I see Pink and Julie are out of their paddock and in the barn area. And I'm like, damn it. Thank Zeus. Like he must have opened the gate and let everybody in. Cause what he does now is he doesn't, he can't open this particular latch, but what he does is he bangs on it so much until he bends the latch, but usually it's tied with like a piece of bailing twine. Well, that was chewed through the fence had been banged to pieces and he had gotten out. Not only did he let himself out, he also let out the girls. Okay. Cause he likes misery loves company. Right. right. So the, the horse that horses are in the barn, I'm like, wait, where's Zeus? He's not in the barn aisle, Uh-oh. which by the way, everything is strewn everywhere. Okay. <laughs> Ever all my forks that hang on the wall are down. My, my shaking fork is in the middle of the barn aisle. My broom is bent because of course he pulls that down and steps on the metal handle. So that's now he bent. Hates you. I really do. I usually keep like <laughs> some hay in a in a push cart and that is everywhere. I mean, we're talking because he doesn't uh, just escape. 
He tries to make your life as miserable yeah. as possible. I have this giant bear <laughs> that gets ridden that sits against the side of the barn. That's in the middle of the aisle. Like stuffing is everywhere. We're talking mess. I'll kill I'm it. like, where's Zeus? He's not in the barn aisle. Just Julie and Pink who are loveling, like lovely, just eating from the hay that he has strewn everywhere. <sighs> Damn it, Zeus is in the arena oh, no. with the feral He went mare. up to terrorize the feral horse. I'm like, God, how did he get in there? So I there's three gates, one to the left, one to the middle, one to the right. All those are closed because feral mare, I'm going to tie her in there. Everything is tied shut. Well, maybe she went through the barn. Maybe he opened the barn door and went there. Nope. That's closed. How did he get in? I. There's no possible way for this horse to get in because there's a four foot fence between him and the mare. Though it's a four foot fence going into my arena, just two rails, but four foot nonetheless. How on earth? I look at him. I'm like, there's some hair missing from his knee, but that could have been banging the fence. I don't know. Well, my friend Ginger's out there because we're both like perplexed. You need to figure this out. You need some sort of criminology degree. <laughs> we are like X filing it. Like I see a footprint over here and I see this. Like we might as well have magnifying glasses and like headlamps because we are trying. Print yes. <laughs> I'm like, okay, it looks like he came out here and he went over here. Da, da, da. And I notice in the arena, just on the other side of the fence, it looks like somebody rolled, you know, how like the sand in your arena gets all smushed down from the roll. He's got some hair missing off his knee. Somebody in here rolled. Did he Gin go under the fence? Ginger goes, I found it. I found it. What? What did you find? A walkover. One of the boards from the top rail has been pushed off and come back from so so like the screws popped uh, but the the board didn't break and so it, the screws popped out and then came back in and i figured it out that a hole had 10 feet to pick up a canter and jump into the arena where he hit the board with said scraped knee, bam, the roll spot is where he Landed. then somersaulted <laughs> after failing his jumping attempt into the arena. And this, the, it's ever like there's sand everywhere strewn about. This is the horse, mind you, who gets two chiropractic evaluations and adjustments a week. Let me tell you something, my friend. I'm effing done. <laughs> I am done trying to make you sound because you are trying to kill yourself. This is the horse who I'm like, I'm just not moving well. He's like, pelvis must be off. And like, we got to fix that. And he's getting acupuncture to loosen up the things and do the things. And this a-hole goes and rolls over a fence that he's trying to jump with a 10 foot starting point over the fence, lands, hits the ground, rolls. And is like, I live here now with this mare. I'm like, Oh my God. And the fact that these sleuths figured all that out, piecing together the knee there's, Oh, and by the way, on the top rail, do you know how I know he didn't push it? Because there's hair all along the top of the board that is now embedded in the board. So it's like dirt and hair is a black First board. All, you had the wrong brown. job for him. He should have been a jumper. <laughs> Obviously not. He's horrible <laughs> at it. 
This is the second time this whore, he, I mean, he jumped into the paddock apparently with the mares and has never jumped out. But then he goes and jumps this, but he misses. He thinks like in his brain, it's like, it's like a 60 year old man <laughs> like you, yeah, but exactly. you think you're like in your head, you're still 20, you know, <laughs> and you think you can run from point A to point B and you get halfway there and like your back gives out. <laughs> you're like, oh, but I got to try. And then you fail miserably. And so this horse is now in the pasture with the feral mare, who, by the way, is very happy to have company. <laughs> I was just going to say, it, now, was she terrorized? She'll never come near you again? Or? Oh, she was like, and, and then when I, I'm like, you, I'm so angry going out to get him, of course, which if you have that much fire in your eyes and you go to catch a horse, what happens? You're not the catching horse the horse. runs yeah. away. You're not catching anything. So it took me a good five, 10 minutes to get him caught because I was so furious. In the meantime, I get him out of the pasture and the mare is screaming for him. Oh my God, my man, come back to me. You're my only friend. I am not kidding you. Glenn. I'll put him back and I'm just like, don't kill him. Don't kill him. Don't kill. So now I have to, uh, I have to replace the boards yet again. I'm like, and Chad's like, I don't have any screws. I'm out of screws. I'm out of wood and I'm out of screws. I'm like, you don't need any wood. We just need some screws. So I had to like make a special run yesterday to the dang store to get three and a half inch wood deck screws. <laughs> now is who's taking care of uh, Zeus when you're gone? Hashtag damn it, Ginger. <laughs> not not my husband. Yeah, he I was has just gonna say because no you will part. find it buried in the backyard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So 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 this morning we're sitting in bed and we're waking up and he's like he's like what are you doing today? I'm like oh I gotta ride Julie. I'm gonna ride Ace and he's like what are your plans with all these horses? You know, I'm like, oh, Julie will be for sale someday. Stanley will be for sale someday. But like you know, we got I really like Ace. And he goes, what are your plans for Zeus? <laughs> And I said, honestly, hon, there's not a chance he's going to live more than a year or two. <laughs> I was like, he's going. I was like, I've realistically accepted the fact that he's going to kill <laughs> Commit himself. suicide. I said, at least he has a job now. Like, he's great. He's taking over for Duke. Like, he's helping me start babies. And he's doing all the things. But he, I'm like, I fully understand that it's shocking that he's lived this long. And he will be dead soon. And he, Chad's like, I disagree. No. That horse is going to be 47, right. the oldest living Mustang in history. He's, he's right. That's exactly what's going to happen. I'm resigned to the fact that he's going to kill himself and I probably will cry, but I also will probably breathe a sigh of relief because I'm going to stop getting damn phone calls telling me that their horse is not where they're supposed to be. Chad's, Chad's now looking, when you're gone, he's going to be on the internet looking closest wild Mustang herd. No, he's going to be shopping for sniper rifles. This is what he's, <laughs> he's going to be doing. Load Zeus up, and he's going to bring him, and he's going to let him loose at the closest wild herd. The sad thing is, I think I missed my calling. I need to go back and get a master's degree in criminology <laughs> because <laughs> clearly I have a gift for checking out and deducing crime scenes. Hey, you know what opens today? The trade fair. 
at oh, Kentucky. Oh, I'm like, I how what? The uh. trade fair opens today at Kentucky, which means all of you that are going get to spend all your money. And if it's raining, you'll be spending more money because that's what happens. I have a list. I have a list. State Line Tack will be there in the covered arena, booth 224. That's in the top level of the covered arena where all the where all the stands are. Stop by. They're going to have 50% off Gatsby, Da Vinci, and Oak Brands, up to 80% off Khaki. So uh, if you want to find a deal, if you want to just bu- spend to your heart's content, you can do it at that booth because it's huge. It's probably the biggest one there. So stop by to State Line Tack. If you're staying home, go to statelinetack.com and you can find all of the same stuff over there, but it's not as much fun as being there and spending your money in person and carrying the bags around and then carting them out to the parking lot, which is a half a mile away. That just sounds like so much more fun. Oh my God, are you so sad you're missing this? (laughs) I am. I'm so sad. So so yeah, statelinetag.com is where you can find that. So let's talk. By the way, our preview of Land Rover is brought to you by Daily Dose Equine, and they're probably going to regret that. So... um, Land Rover. I was looking at the lineup. Now, this is not an official coverage here of uh, Land Rover. For that, well, let's, again, go let's to, say go to yeah, Eventing Nation. Go to like real <laughs> yeah. Kentucky Three Day Event.com. There are two horse trials going on. There's the four star and there's the five star, and it is awesome to see so many horses in both of these. You know, it's like, it's just so impressive to see the names. Some of these names, I mean, coming over, Mikael Young, like, yeah. Michael Young's going to be there. Mikael Young's coming, and, and I saw everybody's pick was like, well, it's hard not to bet against Mikael Young. <laughs> so, although, apparently, the horse he's riding, it is the horse's first official five-star. So that's something. <laughs> well, that's something, but it's also, you know, not Michael Young's first first five star. So, <laughs> yeah, the foreign riders are are representing again, again this time. That's for sure. Uh, and I, you know, let's go through and pick out some of just our personal favorites. And this has nothing to do with anything record wise. It's just that they're people we like. So uh, Doug Payne's going to be there, and of course, uh, Jess Payne is a host of one of uh, our shows, Heels Down Happy Hour, and he's going to be on Van Diver. So I have to root for Doug. You know. Of course. Yeah, we got to root for Doug. Uh, Will Coleman's going to be there. Um, and uh, it looks like Jessica Phoenix from Canada also has two horses. She always has two horses. She always has two horses there. But I was surprised Elisa Wallace is riding. Yes, I know. I'm so excited for Elisa bringing... Uh, let it the, be. Let yes, it be. let it be Lee. Yeah. So uh, Elisa's going to be there. I don't. She hasn't ridden in a while at that level. Uh, I don't think. I don't remember. Well, I mean, she's been bringing along this horse. She she started him off the, I believe, off the track, and has brought him all the way up through the levels. And uh, yeah, I think it's it's awesome that she's back doing it again. I mean, her old horse retired, and you know, I I mean, I'm assuming when you have a horse of that caliber that you bring along, it's probably like oh, I'm never going to get there again. And then here she is. So yeah. good for her. And of course, she can't bet against Boyd Martin and Tesserleg, right? I mean, he's going to be there to win it. So, yeah, yeah, they, you know, he's going to be in the top five for sure. Uh, but all the names that we've seen for years, Jenny Brannigan, and uh, there are some foreign riders coming in so from Europe, so that's cool. And I noticed some of our riders are heading over, uh, is a badminton is next weekend. So mm-hmm. they're heading over to badminton. So that's kind of cool. Buck is well, there, too. He can't, yeah. he never rule out Buck Davison. So. 
Buck has several. He's definitely due for a win. I still, from my days out in California or in Arizona competing in California, Tamara Smith has a horse named My Bum. And oh my God, this horse is phenomenal. And she goes in one of the last groups. Uh on the on the for the five star on the last day so that always is good for your score to be one of the last ones to go i don't know why it just seems like that is how it goes so i love her there's some clayton frederick's horses uh tamra has another horse fleece works royal um and some awesome awesome horses there i wonder too like okay so there's the ellen Doty hume by the way has brought another horse up by herself you know all the way up through the levels i believe she's in the four star um so I wonder, you know, when you're competing and say you're running novice at a horse trial and you meet somebody and they're going prelim and they're like, what level are you going novice? What are you doing? Oh, prelim. Like, you know, I just like, a th- like I'm higher than you. Like it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's just a thing. Like it's unspoken. It's just, I'm riding higher than you. <clears throat> I wonder if that's going on with the four star and the five star. It's the same riders though in both. So I know, I but still like, 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 oh, like I'm only in the four star. You're in the five star. Like you're way cooler Well, let me than tell me. you, those people riding the four star have never seen a crowd like that if they're new to four stars because they're going to have, they're going to have a crowd. You know who else you can't bet against is Mark Todd, who we've talked about a lot lately. Uh, rode in WAG four years ago at Tryon when we were there riding McLaren. And Janelle Does Price. Have another horse. In Janelle here? Price is riding McLaren. This oh. Time. Mm. So Mark Todd was riding that horse at the WAG, and, and Janelle Price is riding the same horse. So wonder what that's all about. Yeah. So you can't overlook. Well, <laughs> he was suspended for a little. There's that. Um, so you can't overlook that. Tammy Smith, as you said. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of really good riders and horses, and. Uh, we'll see how the like, weather. I also, you know, I'm I'm Oak the hard hitting I'm the hard hitting journalist that's mm. gonna be there, you know, yeah, asking yeah. all the important questions. <laughs> yeah. And what I want to do is like like say Michael Michael Young is up there and he's in the top and you get to talk to him and see you know ask him some questions. I want to be like, what are your horses' barn names? Because there are so many horses that have such strange names. That I want to know what their barn names are. Like he has Fisher Chipmunk. Yes, <laughs> probably Fisher, call him Chip. I would call him Chip. Word. Would you? I know. Well, <laughs> do you or do you call him something different? You Monk? know. <laughs> I mean, so like Jessica Phoenix has a horse named Wabbit. Mm-hmm. Does she call him Wabbit? Well, that's short. You could probably call him Wabbit. But then you've got Lauren Nicholson writing Landmarks Monte Carlo. Do you just? call him bill like like, how's that work so these are the hard-hitting questions that i'm going to ask jenny brennigan aforementioned has twilight's last gleam hey you know who else is there is holly bennett is there and jolly bow yeah jolly bow and this is jolly bow's fifth five star is she the oldest one she's 18 i mean i know the horses i'm not talking about the rider being the oldest no the horse is 18 years old (laughs) yes That's that's getting up there for a five star. <laughs> it's uh, it's been done. We've seen it done. But there's um there's another one too that's sixteen if I remember right. Mm. Um, a Palm Crescent I think is sixteen, and that's a thoroughbred. Uh, so there's a whole there's a whole bunch of older horses in this one too. 
Yeah, I can't wait to see what the course is going to be like and what everybody's going to be talking about. Probably footing, the course, the head of the lake, well, you know, all the fun things. Van Diver. This is Van Diver's, I remember this uh, from, from a previous discussion on the show, 12th season at four and five star. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, he's due. <laughs> he's due to win something, I think. He has won a lot of five, four and five stars, but he's due to win the big one. Yeah, so there's a lot going on. If you want to see the complete coverage there, um, go check it out. Now, do you, be honest, do you watch any of the dressage? Or is that shopping day? So Friday, here's what we're going to do. Friday, we're going to go to the horse park, watch some dressage. And I think be honest, it's one that, or two rides. I'm going with a girl who's a dressage, dressage person. Oh, you might have to watch three or four rides. I know. We might. She might be like, okay, that's enough. <laughs> yeah, so Larissa's a dressage queen, so we, we we have to watch a little bit of it. But then um, I take over, and I think we're going to Keeneland. Because <laughs> I'm like, I want to go watch horses run fast. Are they running on Friday? <laughs> Yeah, it's always yeah. always Friday's closing day at Keeneland. So it's not confirmed, but we might do that because I think that'd be fun. It just depends on, I mean, it, the crowds are just so yeah, massive. Stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Especially it's the last hard day. to keep up with anybody there, you yeah, know. Yeah, unless you get there before the races start, you're you're parked in, in Never Never Land. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's kind of cool, though. And then yeah. you're going, uh, we'll remind everybody, listeners that are going, about the two meetups that you're doing. Yeah, so Open Barn and Barbecue at New Vocations. You can go to horseadoption.com or New Vocations website to buy your tickets. It is a, you do need to buy a ticket for it. I think it's like 35 bucks or something. And that money goes to uh, New Vocations. But also, they're doing like some demos, like Rosie and the Providence, the last demo. I can't believe you're missing that, Glenn, as much as you love her. Uh, and also, um, let's see, who else? Don't you remember? We had a falling out. Oh, that's right. Mm. It's like a, the, 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 the other jockey we talked to who was like, Rosie Napravnik, she's a, she's a good rider. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I think she's going to be fine. It's going to be great. We're going to go and uh, go to Open Barn and Barbecue. They do, you know, they've got a band. They've got food trucks. They've got, I think your ticket is your ticket price for the show and you get a two drink tickets, which. Yeah, I think that's what we had last time. Yep. So it'll be, it'll be really fun. Uh, and then Saturday morning, we usually meet about half an hour before cross country starts at jump one. Now, if nobody's going to meet me there, I ain't trekking all the way out there by myself with my friends and dragging them out there to like be stood up. I mean, because usually Glenn goes and people come to see Glenn. So, you know. Well, no, they can. It's funny because we were talking about this. I think we were talking about this uh, with Ken Kayla's show for tomorrow. We went over the meetups again and uh i and and i said but i'm usually there and i'm the tall one mm -hmm. so i said just listen for your voice you can hear that a mile away so uh that's how i said to find you you find jamie by her voice just follow the voice i'll be, be the one her. looking at, you know with an umbrella so um you can't see her yeah she'll be under the umbrella in the rain that'll be the yeah. that'll be her <laughs> i'll be there you'll you'll see me so yeah it'd be good so as go long as you're your... going send me an email if you're gonna go yeah at least let her know that somebody is gonna meet her there because i think most people feel because like i'll I go did. with my friends and i'll be like we're gonna meet some people and then nobody shows Those up and they're like you're a loser <laughs> We always had a lot of, you know, the one year, I think we had like 30 people show up. It was pretty good that year. That yeah, was the non-rainy year that we, we did. Yeah. So, well, uh, let's, let's hear from Daily Dose, and then we're going to come back with more. 
I'm here with the mad scientist who developed Daily Dose Equine Horse Feeds, Janet Geyer. And I wanted to have a quick chat with you because Daily Dose Equine Horse Feeds are non-GMO whole food nutrition based. And a lot of people go, oh, that comes from a small dedicated feed mill. I won't be able to get that when I travel. They're wrong, aren't they? They are. You can get it through Chewy anywhere in the United States. Or if you live locally in Maryland and Northern Virginia, you can get it delivered. There you go. Chewy.com. It will deliver it anywhere you want. You can also schedule delivery in advance so you can have it delivered every X number of days. And you can go in there to your account and change it every time you move horse show venues. So check it out today, dailydoseequine.com online or chewy.com. We're here with Joel. He is a special guest today. And uh, actually, I know Joel through our producer, Jemmy, and uh, also the Florida Podcast Network, because he just started a brand new show. And I said, there is one guy we have to have on our show right before we do weird news. And that is the guy who does the brand new show called Florida Man News. Joel, welcome to the show. Thanks, Glenn. It's so great we, to be here. We've been doing weird news for a couple of years now, and every week on a Wednesday when Jamie does weird news, we tend to have Florida men in the stories. So uh, I have to put up with her ridicule almost every week. And so I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're here. Now, I want to give people a little bit of the sample of the style you use, and then we'll talk about why you use this style, okay? Uh, sure. It's brilliant, by the way. I love it. So here we go. And in prosthetic pirate news. A 37-year-old Florida man being booked into jail sought to smuggle narcotics into the lockup that were hidden inside of his prosthetic leg, according to police. The man was arrested early Saturday during a traffic stop near his residence in Largo. The man, who was a passenger in the vehicle, which was reportedly not a pirate ship, was sitting atop, quote, a glass pipe which contained a thick white residue which field tested positive for cocaine on so that's just the you do this so straight like a regular anchor would for a news podcast or a news show, and it's what makes it so good because also you throw in these little quips all the time. This is brilliant the way you're doing this. Oh, thanks. I, it, you know, I'm a big fan of shows like uh, The Daily Show and The Onion, and I, I you know, it just uh, it it's a a, a style that um, that I've always just just loved and, and laughed at. So I, I figured I'd give it a try and it seems to be working out. <laughs> so you were a comedian before? Uh, I, I had an, another uh, comedy podcast, uh, but not, not like a stand-up comedian or anything. I've just always, you know, been, been the, uh, the funny guy in the group. And uh, I used to uh, host trivia night and you, you kind of have to have a sense of humor to deal with some of the people who uh, aren't really the, the diehard trivia people. They're just in the bar and, and, you know, they, uh, they just want to sit there and drink and they don't want to listen to some guy yammering on about obscure facts. So um, you kind of have to um, have a, have a sense of humor to deal with those people too. So, well now how often is this show coming out? Uh, this is uh, every other Friday for now um uh, and uh if if it's successful i think uh i think we're gonna want to go even more frequent than that but for now it's uh yeah every other week well you're not short on stories we can i was gonna say like literally i've got i do weird news on wednesdays and i've got three florida stories three (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, no, the, the the hard part is narrowing down which Florida stories. <laughs> Why is Florida so crazy? Why is it like that? I, you know, I, we've always at my old show, uh, Florida men, we, we covered the same subject and, and we've narrowed it down to three reasons. Uh, number one, it's too freaking hot here and everybody's brain is just fried. Uh, number two is we've got the sunshine law, which means every arrest record is public record. So when it's a slow news day, the reporters just go and check out the police beat and Hey, that's kind of weird. That that'll uh, that'll get some clicks. And uh, the third one is everybody here is running away from somebody else. Everybody, everybody from <laughs> somewhere else. <laughs> but you can't run away from yourself. I always said if I was homeless or in trouble, I'd head south to where it was warm. So it makes sense. Yeah, it really does. It really does. And, and, and you know, raise my hand because I'm one of those people, too. I grew up in Michigan and I came down to Florida because I was sick of Michigan winters. So, so that that would be a good study. Is what are you running away from to move to Florida? So, <laughs> I, I like your I like your your hypothesis there that Glenn, we're all running away from something. Glenn, there's your next next segment. Man on the street in Florida. Yeah. Hi, why are you here? Yeah, what, what are, are you, you running away from? from? What did you do in Michigan that you have to hide in Florida? We'll we'll, we'll voice. You could do like a voice disguiser because these people probably have warrants out, and so you could really get into it. Yeah. There That's you your next podcast, man. <laughs> well, Joel, we wish you the best of luck with this. We know that it's, it, we've had a lot of laughs talking about Florida stories. Uh, and apparently, when we do Weird News next, we have a Florida woman, you said this time. So, yes, I have. I'm sure he's read that one already. <laughs> yeah, are you limited to just men or will you do women? Nope, Florida man, Florida woman. We kind of we, we want to stay away from the kids unless it's a you know a fun, funny story. We don't like the the depressing story about kids. So um well, now, will yeah, you Florida do man, Florida woman. Will you do the story if the person dies? We have a rule: we won't do the story if the person dies. No, no, no death, no, okay. um, no, uh, um, child abuse, anything, anything really. Kinda... It's, it's really, it's really just uh, if you've if you've uh, brought the brought the story upon yourself. That's that's the best one because you know. It's it your sucks own the funny fault. out of it if somebody dies. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Although exactly. you've had a couple that you really wanted to do when somebody died just because it was so bizarre. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, we wish you luck with this show. They can, it's out on all the platforms right now. Yep, should be everywhere. Florida Man News is what it's called. Check out Joel over there. And uh, if you like weird news, you're going to like Florida Man News. And I love your delivery. It is so on point. It's perfect. Thanks, Glenn. All right. Thanks, Joel. Take care. Good luck. You too. All right, bye. Well, you want to do some weird news now that we've now that we're all warmed up. Let's do it. Time to learn why some days you're embarrassed to be part of the human race. In Jamie's weird news. That's right. If you're reading the news wherever you get your news. And you think, wow, that is a super weird story. Email it to me, jamie at horseradionetwork.com with weird news in the subject line, just like Laureen, Heather, Jolyn, Elizabeth, Brooklyn, and Alicia all did. Um, but I actually found this one, and I wanted to start out, yes, in Florida, but also something that was kind of cute. Um, congratulations to Toby Keith. He's a chihuahua. And he lives near West Palm Beach. <laughs> Toby Keith, the Juwala, has now made it into the Guinness Book of World Record for being the oldest dog ever. 21 years old. That's an old age Juwala. 
Really? Wow. Is that the oldest dog ever? 21? Well, apparently, according to Toby Keith. <laughs> I would have thought that we dogs would have been older than that. Huh. Okay. Um, I, I don't think the... It, so it says the prior record belonged to an Australian cattle dog who passed at 29 years old in 1939. That's old. But I, maybe <laughs> they didn't have Guinness Book back then. I don't know. I don't. Maybe it's just the oldest. Oh, the oldest living dog. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, because you're right. I just looked it up, and Bluey was that horse, that dog's name, the Australian cattle dog. 29 years, five months. All right. There you go. 1910. <laughs> so, uh, oh. Next story. So. You have one job. <laughs> All right. This one. <clears throat> this one. Oh, my goodness. Are you ready? What Are you sitting down? No, I'm standing so, up. Should I sit? <laughs> uh, this happened in Quilcene, Washington. Okay. So this woman was uh, hiking in the Olympic National Forest northwest of Seattle and had been using her phone. Well, she had to go to the restroom. Uh, she's in her 40s. And she goes into the restroom. But if you know, the restroom at hiking places and camping places are outhouses. Yep. Okay. They're called so, pit toilets. Thank you. So she goes in Pleasant and term, sits, pit toilet. <laughs> sits down on the pit toilet. And while using the pit toilet, she dropped her cell phone whoop, down <laughs> into the pit. So apparently. It's basically a permanent porta potty. Yeah, no, that's yeah. gross. Like that's it's, <laughs> mm -mm, no, you don't want to be in that. It's like going to crawl in a septic tank, you know, dropping your phone in a septic tank. Well, here's what happened. Apparently, she then attempted to dismantle the toilet to retrieve her cell phone. And then she disassembled the seat and the housing and she got her dog's leash and she was trying to fish out the cell phone. And eventually, it. <laughs> it, it, it just she just took it a little too far. Oh, no. Eventually, she took the leash to tie it up or behind her to help support herself down into oh, the pit toilet, which then failed. And she fell head first into what they called the vault. <laughs> she somehow writes herself. She stands up in the vault. <laughs> apparently maybe got her cell phone back at that point. I don't know. Stood up and is like, ah! she is standing in a vault that she cannot get out of. <laughs> so guess what happened? Who do you call the fire department? So the fire department responded to the mountaintop, by the way, can't get there quick because you're on the top of a mountain. So she had to Stay there pretty long. They ended up having to make makeshift platform pass down to the person who was standing in <clears throat> the vault and uh, was uninjured. Requested no transport. She didn't want to go to the hospital. Well, I can't let's be honest. Why. They didn't want to transport her either. So there's that. She did not have <laughs> any other clothing. So they say that the the patient was washed down 
and given a Tyvek suit to wear. Oh, they brought her over to the fire truck, got a hose out, and hosed her ass down. Uh, They did. did. It's like when you get get put into prison in the movies and they throw the lime on you and hose you down, and then you're naked. Tyvek is like paper, (laughs) by the way. My brother is a fireman, and I can just hear him walking over with his fireman buddies to the fire truck with her tagging along them going, should we use the one-inch line or should we use the two-inch line? The patient was strongly <laughs> just blaster. The patient was strongly encouraged to seek medical attention after being exposed to human waste, but she said she quote only wanted to leave. Yeah, I bet she did. <laughs> she they said this is from their Twitter. Uh the patient was extremely fortunate to not be overcome by toxic gases or sustain any injuries. Do you know and, how many of those firemen were taking pictures? Every single oh, one. No, no, there's pictures of them in front of it. Like there's two firefighters <laughs> who are like hands on hips, like, eh, hey, while they've got police line do not cross tape around the outhouse. <laughs> This is stories for them forever. This is going to go down in legend. Somebody (laughs) commented, I would rather be dead than rescued. Oh, yeah. And this lady felt the same way. (laughs) She's probably going to die from some strange poisoning that she got from being in the pit toilet. You know what? Get a new phone! Would you go after your phone? Oh, God, no. No, me either. (laughs) Oh, no. I needed a new phone anyway. Bye, phone. You know what? I wouldn't have gone even to the dog leash. I wouldn't have gone that far. No, you don't put your face in that hole and try to get something (laughs) out. No. Nor do I want my phone after it's been down there either. So there's that. All right, I'm moving on now. This is uh this is fun. This is another Florida story. Our second, if you're counting, Longwood, Florida. Apparently, uh, some people had a, a wedding party, and they were like, it was the night of February nineteenth. De- deputies responded to four hundred Woodbridge Road to assist the Seminole County Fire Department with a medical call. Apparently, at this wedding that was being catered, guests started vomiting. Complaining of stomach pains, and one man requested to be transported (laughs) to the hospital because he was, quote, feeling weird and stated that he felt like he, quote, had drugs inside him. Well, guess what, my friend? You did. That's right. They put drugs in the pot in the lasagna. Pot lasagna. That's right. You ate pot lasagna. Apparently, multiple people were sick, and they tested the lasagna, the brownies, pudding shots, wine glasses, chocolate-covered strawberries, and they did find lasagna and bread collected zine testing positive for THC. Now, the two people involved in tampering, I think it's the bride and the chef. No, it was the bride and the wedding planner. That's what I meant. Bride and wedding planner are both facing charges of tampering. They could have killed somebody, number one. Where did they think that was going to be a brilliant idea? I don't know. It's not like they were like, you know, I'm sorry. I'm not like a pot smoker, but I I might have imbibed. And you know what it does? It makes me sleepy and hungry. Like, it's not a party game for me. Like, mm -mm, Yeah, but where did did the, did she intentionally try? Try and ruin her own wedding because you know something bad was going to happen to the people, especially at never before. What I want to know is, is she married or did he leave? Or did he <laughs> Just know? A good question. <laughs> wow. I always have more questions than answers. Oh. I just can't. That wasn't in Florida, was it? 
Of course it was in Florida. Longwood, <laughs> Florida. How far is that from you? Far enough. <laughs> We're going to go to Michigan. I've got two more stories. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll skip the Michigan one because it's very similar to the last one. But I'm going to tell you about something that happened this past weekend because it was a big deal. Luke Aikens and Andy Farrington. They're those pilots for the Red Bull planes. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, yep. and they do all these stunts. Yeah. Well, they requested permission from the FAA who said, no, don't do that. They were going to their cousins and they were going to attempt the first plane swap in midair. OK, so they went way high in the air. They were going to tip the planes down into a nosedive and then push out and switch airplanes in you mean one pilot and no other pilots in the planes. There's one pilot to another, the other one pilot plane? and one pilot. What they were going to switch and are they related to the woman who took the dive into the porta potty? What I know, right? Holy what could possibly crap. go wrong? Well, this happened over the weekend, Glenn. It was a big deal. It was somewhere in Arizona, and they were going to fly their plane schools together, put them in a nosedive, and then skydive into each other's aircraft before making a safe landing. What could landing. possibly go wrong? Well, that, you know, I, I I saw this story last week, and I was like, oh, I'm going to save that. So then this morning, I'm like, I wonder if there's an update. Do you want the update? Yeah. Did you talk to Chad about this too? I get, please ask. Tell I me. showed him all the videos okay, and everything. Good, good. Okay. So here's the headline from Newsweek. Two pilots attempt to swap planes in midair goes wrong. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Did they so think they I, were in the desert, that it would be a softer landing? So here's what happened. So they were doing all their Red Bull stunts. And by the way, Chad is like, these guys are in so much trouble. They're going to lose their license. If they go to fly again, they're going to get arrested. Like, this is a big problem. They didn't have permission to do it. And Red Bull was like, yay, one made it. (laughs) Red Bull is being apparently investigated now um so what happened they're real happy (laughs) two yeah no they actually are they're gonna get in trouble but they were like all about it so red bull gives you wings glenn duh it's true guess what takes them away too so what happened is the two pilots went way up in the air and both and looking at the video they're not as close as i thought they probably should have been they both tip the planes into a nosedive and start going straight down. And then you see them both push out of their airplanes, which, by the way, have propellers. And they go in front of each other's airplanes. Okay. Wow. Are, so they're uh, falling at the same speed as the plane? Yeah. But yeah, the plane is nose down and then they get out of the plane. So, and they're, but they're, okay. So I, I always thought that, you know, heavier plane would fall faster than the human, but I guess maybe. Well, the falling. human, less wind resistance. Yeah, so they true. actually fell faster. But they 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 had this all planned and timed and magical. However, <laughs> what Chad was telling me is that one guy, the, when he tipped it over, he tipped it too far over, and the mm. plane started spinning. Oh, that's never good. <laughs> Going down, spinning in a circle. Chad, Chad's nightmares in a circle, is a spinning plane. <laughs> oh yeah, this is look at no, this is terrible. So you can see the video, and the guy the video goes. Uh oh, that <laughs> that guy have a parachute, <laughs> and then fortunately he did, and he was able to parachute. But apparently, in the midst of his parachuting, people thought he was going to hit by the plane while he was deploying his parachute, like he was because the plane started to catch up to him. Uh, so the the videos are out there. It's on Newsweek. <laughs> did the guy, other guy get into the plane? He did, and fly it. 
He did. That's pretty. So, ama- that's pretty amazing, though. When you think the about Red it. Bull plane actually went straight down and hit. I bet the did. ground crashed. Obviously, <laughs> I, I think it had a parachute too, but I'm sure it doesn't stop it from mm. going. Um, I would like to say that Red Bull actually made a statement after this. I'm trying to find it because Red Bull really owned it. I mean, come on, come on. Where is this? Is the most publicity they've had in a long time. It's like. like <laughs> Um, so it says here, Red Bull promoted the stunt beforehand on its website saying on Sunday, April 24th, Luke Higgins and Andy Farrington will go down in history as the first pilots to take off in one aircraft and then land in another aircraft after sending their airplanes into a nosedive and jumping out of them. Plane swap has been a year in the making. And then the next thing that they say is pilot Luke Higgins successfully achieves plane swap. It's only one. It's only one. One of the pilots. Okay. So to put a positive spin on it, glass half full. <laughs> so the FAA was like, "You can do this as long as you have a pilot in the plane. Like, mm. leave a pilot in there, and so let them do whatever they're going to be dumb about." But apparently, they got turned down. But they did it anyway, mm. and so yeah, they're uh, in trouble. there goes oh, their licenses. <laughs> I saw those guys too. Trouble. I saw them at an air show. Uh, they are nuts. <laughs> it's just nuts. But then most of those pilots at air shows are nuts. So, there's that. That's true. And that wraps up your weird news stories. I have a headline from today. Oh, God. USA Today. It's not weird news, but it's a headline from USA Today. In the paper today. The, what, international paper, USA Today. This is the headline of the article. Lance Armstrong of horse racing. Suspended trainer Bob Baffert has a history of success and excuses for dirty drug tests. What does Lance Armstrong have to do? Because he was, remember, he was booted out for dirty drug tests and having excuses for dirty drug tests. Okay, so read that headline again because it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to my brain. Okay, so start over. Lance Armstrong of horse racing. Oh, he's the Lance Armstrong Armstrong of of horse horse racing. Racing. There you go, Bob. It's getting its crap now. <laughs> hey guys, let me tell you something. Where there's smoke, there's fire. <laughs> so <laughs> Bob you know. was the, you know, he was the pretty boy. He was the one for many, many years, but and I'm sure he thought they will never go after me. I'm sure <laughs> he thought that. Don't oh, catch me. I'll yeah. just do it. I, you know, I've got away with so much. I'll just do it yeah. in the world, biggest race. They're not going to the, go after me. World. I'm the biggest uh, trainer in the country. I've won more than anybody else. They're not going after me. Well, That's why they're going after you, Bob. Yeah, USA Today, the Lance Armstrong of horse racing. All right. Well, before <laughs> we get out of here and get to Glenn, do you have a quote of the day? Um, Lance Armstrong, the Lance Armstrong of horse <laughs> racing. <laughs> Bob That's Baffert. a good quote. Well, hey, before we go, what if one adding just one product to your feed regimen could help your horse recover faster after a show, get relief from, from inflammation, reduce his nerves, and ease his digestion? If any of those benefits sound appealing to you, Check out American Harvest Equine Hemp Pellets. American Harvest Natural Equine Hemp Pellets are vet formulated and produced from natural hemp. The pelleted formula is manufactured with potent raw CBD using no chemical processing. So your horse will love the taste as much as you'll love the benefits. Can I get actual extra potency ones for Zeus? <laughs> Look for the full line of American Harvest products at your local equine shop, any Hubbard dealer, or online at store.ltech.com. Whatever it says on the package that you give them, 
double it. No, triple or quadruple. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you need to do. It's going to save his life. He is not a normal horse. <laughs> There's something wrong with that boy. Something wrong with that boy. <sighs> well, you all have a great time at uh, Kentucky. Everybody going there, have fun. I hope you all get to be- visit with each other, uh, all the au- uh, auditors that are going, and uh, get to hang out with uh, Jamie a little bit. So that'll be fun, too. Jennifer and I are going camping. We're hiding away from animals. I'm, I'm getting animaled out, so I need to hide away from animals for a few days. Uh, our weather will be nicer, so... Uh, we'll Can I also that. make one yeah. one update? Yeah. You said you're over-animaled because I'm over-animaled right now, but Bunnygate oh, continues yeah. to be a success. No. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I was way it is. That. But don't worry, I'm going out of town. There's yeah. no way he's not going <laughs> to yeah. notice he's two gonna, bunnies. He's going to notice it now. <laughs> You're going to get a text or call. You're going to be at jump 12 on Saturday when the phone rings. (laughs) Yeah. Lucas is dying. He's like, Mom, we got to tell him. And I'm like, go ahead. He's like, you tell him. I'm like, no. I'm not telling him. I'm going to let him find it out. We have to tell him. We have to tell him. I'm like, go ahead. He's going to go. You You tell him. Another bunny jumped into his cage. I don't know how. I don't know where that other bunny came from. It must have just come. And he'll let it loose. For those who don't know, April, a listener, gave my son a rabbit. And of course, me, I'm like, oh, the little rabbit's lonely. So I got another rabbit, but I ended up getting a rabbit that looked identical. So Chad would not notice that I had two rabbits when they were just held in a little turnout. Um, so, so far, Bunny Gate continues to be my <laughs> goal. <laughs> my goal is that when he, when this happened, when this all comes to fruition, I've got the date that I picked up the bunny, uh, that I'm going to say, um, obviously... It's not, y'all, I'm constantly teaching you how to manipulate your husbands, okay? I'm going to say, obviously, it's not that big of a deal. He's been here for a month. So my goal is a month. If I can have the kids, this bunny hidden. <laughs> no, I don't so, think so. And in the, if you weren't the going away, maybe, but. Yeah, no, I'm t- I've got Ginger. Ginger's looking after the bunnies. Maybe I should take one into her house. <laughs> okay, maybe I'll go. do that. There you go. Bunny gate. <laughs> We'll see y'all. Have a good weekend. Baby your gelt. Hide your bunnies. <laughs> Hang on, auditors. So, auditors, apparently we're going to be talking Oklahoma here today. So you uh, you were out at some baseball games. Wait, time out. Yeah. About that bunny thing, if any of you fuckers rat me out. <laughs> You're dead. Sorry. Okay. So yes, um, my son. <laughs> and you know who you are. There's a lady that listens to the show. That's an auditor that lives right down the street from me. Patty, if you tell on me, I'm never going to help you with Alistar ever again. Uh, okay. Oh, well, he's going to find it himself. But he's going to be very confused as to how two bunnies. He's just going to think a wild bunny jumped in there. And I, no, because there's two inc- there's two little hutches. <laughs> so, oh, well, that will kind of give it away. Yeah, but they're they're meeting each other. I'm hope. My but you know what? Your that- son's going to deal with it first because he's going to go to your son because they're home together. Oh, he'll come to me. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Gotta last a month. I just need to be able to say uh, clearly. It doesn't matter because you never even noticed. It's been a month. Yeah, but okay. you have a disadvantage today in that he's just ready to shoot Zeus out in the field. So <laughs> you got a disadvantage today. He's in, he's pissed already. <laughs> I know. Oh my God, that horse. Oh, my God, that horse. He what is the a hell? Nightmare. <laughs> I mean. I mean he's a nightmare.
Good Lord. I don't understand how one horse can be so destructive and self-destructive as well. Yeah, see, the thing is, he just doesn't care. He just doesn't care. You're right. You need to stop trying to fix him because obviously it doesn't matter if he's lame. He still does this stuff. Well, the thing is, I'm like, we've carefully been uh, giving you adjustments to make your spine. And then here you go and fucking crash over a fence and then land in the sand on the other side. And yeah, I'd be stopping those adjustments. Obviously, it doesn't matter. I'm done. I've spent $10 million on this horse to make him comfortable. And then he goes and does that. The self-destructive ones, what are you going to do? I mean, she's going to be like, why is his neck out? I'm like, let me tell you why his (laughs) neck is out. Was he lame at all today? Or yesterday? No, 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 he just has like some hair off of his knee. But it's because the fence broke out of the Mm. screw. The screws popped. Yeah, he would have been in rough shape had his screws not popped. Well, remember, not too long ago, he just busted through two boards. Yeah. And I I guarantee if he hadn't gotten through the first time, he would have come back for a second run. You had a new girl. You had to visit. (laughs) Who knows how many runs he made? We don't know. That's true. That is true. God, cameras. I got to get cameras done there. You do. Just... You do, because we could have some viral videos. Be sure to tag them, you know. But, like, Wi-Fi doesn't read. I got to figure out a way it doesn't need Wi-Fi, because my Wi-Fi from my house doesn't reach. You, the game cameras don't need Wi-Fi. They record right in the camera, and you take out the, the chip and put it in oh, your computer. That's, that's how my brother does his game camera. You just take it out. You take out the SD too. card. Yeah. yeah, that's what you need right. to do. Yeah, for sure. So you're so at a baseball game. I was at a baseball game last night. And, and I just, I heard things that I've been to lots of baseball games, major league games. I used to work for the Braves and you know, you were in Atlanta, you were in Braves and there were some rednecks in the audience there too. Uh, Yeah. But I think the thing about watching baseball is when you watch a major league baseball, you watch really good baseball. Yeah, that's true. This is not at all. So there's a lot of time to talk, (laughs) not pay attention. I, I yelled at a child last night. Like, there's a reason I cannot. My friend Larissa was like, you just need to take a cocktail and go to the game. And I was like, no, because then I'll fight. I will fight somebody. (laughs) You start putting drinking involved in this. I already yelled at a child last night because he was the catcher. And the ball gets thrown to him because people are running bases. And he misses the ball. And he's like, oh. Oh, he didn't go get it? (laughs) Get the fucking ball! (laughs) You didn't say that, did you? No, of course not. <laughs> what I say in my head is always very different than what comes out of my mouth. Like, get the ball! Get the ball! There's the, get the ball! Like, it's like right behind him. He's like, oh, shucks, I missed it. I'm like, listen, you little... Here you are yelling at eight-year-olds. <laughs> well, I was not the only one. Because there were some things that I heard that I was like, I did not hear things like this. <laughs> At other games, and I'm from Georgia, but like, let's be honest, it's Atlanta, so it's a city, yeah, that's and that's why I don't have an accent. Yeah. Um, so things I just just have one, two, three, four, five things that I heard last night that stuck with me. That I'm making notes during the game, and Chad's like, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" And I'm like, "I'm writing a step down." And he's like, "Are you gonna are you gonna use this tomorrow?" And I was like, "If not tomorrow." I'm just going to continue to compile. <laughs> so I think every week I'll come back after his game and I'll give you some more um, because yeah, it, this will be post-show this, stuff. This is definitely post-show stuff. Well, the first game, the our coach got in a fight with the other coach. Like physical like, fight? 
like pushing oh my God. and and shoving. And this it's eight year olds. They're eight. <laughs> they're eight. But see, here's the thing. And to be fair, my coach, our coach, is like very much like it's just about sportsmanship and like learning the game. But these other fuckers, co- coaches, be like, it's ten to nothing. Our team is zero, and they're like, keep going, and they're like running on overthrows. Like, and so I had to score the game last night, and I was like, I don't have score that. That was six errors in one play. <laughs> Chad's like, give, just give me a hit. Just give me a hit. Anyway, one thing I heard was, um, by the way, I did get approached by parents after the game and they were like, you say the things I think. And I go, that's because I have zero capability of being embarrassed. But these are other things other parents say. I got a little heated last night. All right. But like, say the kid's up to bat and they don't swing. This way here. Good eye. Good eye. That's good eye okay. for those who would normally just be like, good eye, good eye, good eye. Can, is that, how's that audio? Is that good? Am I far enough away yeah, from yeah. the microphone? You're, you're good. Okay. Uh, another thing that I heard because things were getting heated and just put time was supposed to be called, but the guy sent the runner anyway. It was like 14 to nothing. They're just running up the score. And one of the moms goes, hey, Blue, you blind. You blind. Blue, you blind. <laughs> These are yeah. eight-year-olds. Eight years old. Another kid comes up to bat. All right, baby. You just watch that ball come off your bat. Watch that ball all the way to your bat. Just watch come off it. <laughs> it's another one. Did he strike out? Please tell me he struck out. I don't know. I can't, I couldn't keep up with it. I mean, it was just, it was constant. I heard that 12 times, like every, every batter she yelled at. And then another one was like, they get it, they get a hit and then they watch it. And one of them, I think it was a dad was like, Hey, run, run. (laughs) I kind of feel you do have to tell them to run though, because they do get confused and not run. But I spelled that with um, capital R, U U U U U U U U U U U U in exclamation point. And then, of course, aforementioned the kid, the ball that was standing behind him, and I was like, "Hey, get the ball!" This other mom was going, "Get that ball! Get that ball!" Oh my God, where am I? Where am I? I will continue to compile these for you if you would like to hear more next game. Drama ensues. And again, the coach came up to us afterwards was like, thank you for scoring the game. Really appreciate it. And I was like, he goes, the kids have snacks and drinks. He was like, did you sign up? And I was like, no, because I would bring beer and that's inappropriate. (laughs) Did not. I'm not going to bring snacks or drinks. Just don't. Don't ask me. It's too, that would be too much of a test. (laughs) I wonder You know, I think this is how things have changed. I mean, I was in a number of sports, and I remember my parents coming to one one game on all the sports I was in. I remember them coming once. I just think parents weren't as involved as they are now in it. They had to work, too. I mean, they were working, but I just don't know that they were as involved or cared as much. (laughs) Well, you're also like number 12 of 12, you know, so like... I was number three of four, but they don't, you know, they would go, the one thing they would do, and I wasn't a football player, they would go to the football games on Friday nights. 
but you know, wrestling and all that kind of stuff, they weren't going. <laughs> they just weren't going. Uh, now I wasn't very good either. But um, you know, I don't know. They just weren't, weren't going. I I do think that's changed. Don't you think that's changed? How passionate, especially little league. Oh my god! But see, here's the thing: in Norman, baseball is not that big a deal. But like, I mean, football. it is for the kids oh, playing baseball. Soccer is stupid. Really? Like, I thought football would have been the top one. In football is a big deal yeah. in Oklahoma, but like for kids, little kids, it's soccer. So my brother-in-law and sister-in-law have three kids and all three kids play soccer. And we'd be like, Hey, you guys want to get dinner this weekend? They're like, well, we're in Kansas for a soccer tournament. Oh, really? Who's having a tournament? Tom, he's seven and they are traveling the middle part of the country taking him to soccer tournaments. Okay, you know how boring I think baseball is. We've had this discussion, and you hate me for it, but I think it's the most boring game. Well, it's watching, because you don't understand the nuances. Watching seven-year-olds play soccer is oh god-awful. <laughs> First of all, it takes them ten minutes to run down the field. Because, um, <laughs> my, because my family can't see this. You know what's worse than watching seven-year-olds play soccer? What? Watching your niece cheerlead at a high at a middle school basketball game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, that that's also very low scoring middle school basketball. Um, so here's my sister. Twenty to eighteen, the whole game. Twenty to eighteen. <laughs> yeah, but we're not here to watch the game, Glenn. We're here to watch the fucking cheerleaders. Okay. <laughs> so my sister in law's like, we really would appreciate it if you would come to one of Rachel's games. And I was like, games? What games? Well, she cheers. That's not a game. That's her cheering at a game. Well, we would really like it, you bitch, to come and w- she didn't say that, but, but I was thinking no, yeah, she was yeah, thinking, she was it. thinking it. it. I would, we would really appreciate you come to a game. I go, I'm not going to do that. But but you should come and watch her cheer. She's like super talented. I mean, she might go to high school on like she might go to college on a scholarship because of her cheering. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I, you can count me out for any middle school basketball games watching cheering. This is just not going to happen. That, I think, was the beginning of the end of the relationship with my sister-in-law. Was to diagnose our relationship with her might have been. Yeah, it probably didn't help. The moment. <laughs> By the way, if any of you listening to this right now narc on me <laughs> for any of Coming this, back to where we started this post show. The post show is over. I'm going to get in trouble. I'm going to go have a drink. <laughs> Maybe that's how, you could sh- that's how you could go watch the basketball game. No, because then I'll fight. I can't drink and be at a... There's certain drinks you do okay with. Which is it? Tequila or vodka is the bad one? To be fair, if you throw a sporting event in front of me and involve drinking, I'm going to get overly excited. (laughs) I'm not going to say I'm fight. I'm not like a white trash redneck who's going to be like, hey, I'm going to kick your ass when we get to the car. No, it's just I just get, get like, especially my son's game, Overly emotionally involved. <laughs> Again, I don't remember our parents getting that emotionally involved. That's because everybody else is yelling. Like, this is baseball. These kids are eight, and they're here to learn how to play. And so the whole thing is you get how much, the ball. How much you hitting like actually ball. happens of the ball when they're eight? So it's coach pitch. Um, at least one out of every seven gets a hit. <laughs> okay. All right. That is so kind of really- like watching the seven-year-olds take 10 minutes to get down the field in soccer. 
So when the ball is hit, they're instructed to throw it to first. That's the first thing you learn in baseball is throw it to first. Well, here's the thing is our first baseman can't freaking catch the ball. <laughs> and so my son is playing shortstop. He gets a grounder. He fields it like a baller and throws it to first. But, of course, said guy at first can't Picking his nose catch. And, <laughs> and so this has been a theme for a while. And so this lady stands up and yells and my son, stop throwing it to first. And I was like, oh, hell no. You ain't going to tell my son how to play baseball. I mean, that is when I became, like, I was like, if I was drinking, I'd push her off the bleachers right now. Like, don't you be talking to my son, yelling at my son on how to play baseball. You throw it to first. He did the right fucking thing. And at least he stopped the goddamn counter. Is this why they kicked you out of the Braves games and wouldn't let you come back? Is this why? No, I was very professional and employee at the Braves game. I was actually a really good employee <laughs> because it wasn't my son. <laughs> I did get asked to leave the press box one time because I started gambling with another sports guy and Bobby <laughs> Lopez almost went deep and I had him $5 on it to go deep and everybody in the whole press box was into it. And it was like, oh my God, it's going, it's going. You're not allowed to talk in the press box above like a whisper. Uh, so you, you and, and I others- got in trouble for that together too. Yeah, the other sports guy never asked to. <laughs> it's that way at the horse events, and we get in trouble too. Dressage yeah. is not a mm. spectator. If I remember right, we were getting glared at at AHP award ceremony last year. Our table too, the podcasters in the back making. We noise. left before we were asked. To <laughs> yeah, leave, yeah so we good. were about one minute from being asked to leave. But see, here's the difference, Glenn. Drinking was involved. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm actually going to use this today because I think it's appropriate. Congratulations, you made it through another post show. Thank you for all your support. Now, go ride your horse. I am a good horse trainer and a great mom. 